And so it is a great joy for me to be here in this great church. And to bring the word of God. And so we're going to pray, Lord, we pray that you would use this word to greatly edify the church. We thank you that it is for such a time as this you brought us into your kingdom. We pray that the insights from this teaching will uh, result in great fruit in their life. In Jesus' name, amen. And so we're going to talk about faith today. It's a simple message, not very deep. And faith has to be simple because everybody in the world has to use it to be saved. And so a very small child can use faith and a great intellect can use faith. Which means that it has to be simple. The importance of faith cannot be overstated. In Hebrews chapter 11, in verse 6, it says, Without faith it is impossible to please God. In Romans chapter 14, it says, Whatever is not of faith is sin. And so faith is incredibly important. There are several kinds of use of the word faith. There are different uses for this word faith. In Jude chapter, I'm sorry, Jude verse 3, it tells us that we need to defend the faith that was once for all given to the saints. In that use of the word faith, it was talking about a body of truth that was handed down by the apostles. A collection of teachings about the, the gospel of Jesus Christ and how to apply it in the church. But what I'm going to speak about today is not that. Those teachings are the foundation for what I'm going to teach that enable us to walk in the personal faith which enables us to obtain the promises of God and starting with Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1 it says now faith is the substance of things hoped for 
It says the substance has evidence that is not seen. That means in the spiritual world, there are realities that are just as real as anything in the physical world. And so he's saying here that this faith has substance and evidence. And the evidence is not seen. So that means the evidence has to be somewhere. If you can't see it, where is it? See, the laws of the kingdom are much different from the laws of this earthly realm. The Bible says the just shall live by this faith. Paul said in 2 Corinthians 5, 7, we live by faith and not by sight. We don't look at the things that are seen, but the things that are unseen. Because the things that are seen are temporary. But the things unseen are eternal. And so this is positing that there is a spiritual unseen realm. That has incredible substance. As a matter of fact, the substance of the unseen realm is greater than that of the natural realm. Because in verse 3, it says that the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. And so what the writer of Hebrews is saying is that the faith realm of the spirit is, re is responsible 
for creating the seen world. Which means that the unseen realm is greater than the seen realm. Fleshly Christians live by the seen realm. They're always worried about their life. They're falling into fleshly sin. They're always drinking or smoking to, to take their cares away. They're always losing their temper. It means that they are living under the realm of, of that which is seen. In the but those who live by the Spirit are controlled by the unseen spiritual world where God is. The Bible says God is a spirit. And when Jesus comes in our life, he's united with our spirit. When you get married, you become one flesh. But when you come to Christ, you become one spirit with Jesus. That's in 1 Corinthians 6.17. And so the moment Jesus and the Holy Spirit comes in your life, you have a choice in front of you. Either you live by the spiritual realm of the kingdom, or you live by the fleshly realm of the enemy. Those are the only two choices you have. There is no such thing as neutrality. Either you're serving God or you're serving the devil. Either you're walking with the Spirit of God or walking with the flesh. When you're walking in the flesh, you're opening a door for demonic influence. And so, when we go back to verse 1, and we want to talk about the application of faith, in how we are able to walk with God and receive power from God, based upon the Word of God, we have to understand that personally, we have to understand the difference between hope and faith. Let me read verse 1 again. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. And so, hope has to do with the future. The second coming of Christ is called the blessed hope. Once Jesus comes back again physically, 
Yerp Jesus noren bidika fizika bes. It will no longer be called the blessed hope. Ailevs ortnial huis vidiche gochvi. Because it's past tense. Vorovedev arten yegats vidella, antsiali mech vidella. So hope in the context of the Bible has to do with believing for something in the future. Ուրեմն եւ ասվաշունչին բարունակի մեջ կսենք հույս կհասկնանք բանը որ գապ ունի աբակային այդ And so we have hope of being in heaven forever. Ուրեմն մենք հույս ունենք որ հավիտենաբես երկինքի մեջ վիդեպ բնակ ունենք Hope of eternal life. Հավիտենական կյանքի հույս ունենք We anticipate what God is going to do throughout church in the future. But in order to bring the reality of the promise of God, in order for that to come to pass, we have to turn hope into faith. The writer says, now faith is. Անկլերեն ասվաշունչի մեջ արդ բարին փոխարեն գործածվի նաու հիմա բարը Faith takes the future hope and makes it a present reality Գմեկնապանեն որ հավատքը գառնե աբակային մեջ եղող հույսը եւ զանիկա գտարցնեն ներգայի իրականություն How does that happen Ինչպես կբադայա դիգա It says that faith is the substance of things hoped for գսեթե հավատքը հուսացված բաներուն հաստատությունը կամ նյութն է անկլերենի մեջ նյութ բարը կգործածվի And so faith takes a future hope Ուրեմն հավատքը գառնե աբակային մեջ եղող հույսը and gives it substance եւ անոր գուդան նյութ շոշափելի նյութ so that it's not just something in the mind որ այլևս չմնա բանը որ միայն միտքին մեջ ըն է that you're anticipating որ գագնգալես որ պիտի դա something you have right now այլ բանը ըլա որ հիմա ունիս There is evidence. Pastka abatsuits. Where's the evidence? Ureat past abatsuitsa. It's in your spirit. Kohokit mechne. You're carrying it with you. Tunzaniga gagres hokit mech. The same way a woman carries a baby before the baby is born. Jishtinchpes ginma manuga gagrei irarkanti mech nakhkan anor dzenile. When we have faith for something, Երբ մենք բանի համար հավատք ունենք, we are pregnant with it in our spirit. Մենք մեր հոգին մեջ հղի ենք անով and we know that we have it yev kidenk vor aniga ga mer mechne even before we see it ni nakhkan vor aniga desnenk and this is the reason why many people do not receive answers to prayer ais e vajare vor shader irents avotnerun badasxan chen estanar because they hope for something which is not going to give you an answer vorovedevanon khusan panima inch vor badasxan che irents uzadzin because it has to be prayed in faith For example Jesus taught us in Mark 11:24 Margosi I'm sorry 23 He said all things whatsoever you desire when you pray not when you see it Եվ ոչ թե երբ որ դեսնեք զանոնք Not when you feel it Ոչ թե երբ որ սկակ շոշափեք զանոնք When you pray Երբ որ աղոթեք Believe Հավատացեք that you have որ ունիք received it որ արդեն ստացածեք And it shall be given to you Եվ ադոնք պիտի դրվին ցեզի He didn't say hope that you have received it 
ce să husațec vorbi de istanac. He said, believe you have received it. Să avadacec vor arten stațacec. That's what Hebrews 11:1 is talking about. E preațenul dar să mega dorma singă hosi. This is the secret to answered prayer. Asiga e cahnică a otneru bădas hamvelun. In James chapter 5, he says the prayer of faith will heal the sick. He didn't say the prayer of hope. So if somebody is sick, and I say to them, do you believe God will heal you? When I pray for you, if they say, I hope so, I won't pray for them because they won't be healed. Hope has to be transmuted into faith. It has to have substance. It has to have evidence. Otherwise, they're not going to get the answer. For example, uh, one day my uh, my three-year-old daughter was very sick. And she was having a hard time breathing with asthma. And so I called up the doctor. And the doctor said, if the child is not better by 6 a.m., you have to bring her to the emergency room. So this was about 10 o'clock at night. So I told my wife, go to sleep, don't worry. And so I got alone in the room with the, the baby. And I prayed in the spirit. And I kept quoting the word of God. I kept quoting by his wounds, we were healed. And I was saying that and then I would stop and pray in tongues. Then I would say it and stop and pray in tongues. I was wrestling in my soul because I knew that at that time I only had hope, I didn't have faith. I believed in my head the doctrine of healing. I believed in my head that Jesus healed us by his wounds. So I believe the written word, but I didn't have assurance that the written word was now my word in this instance. And I kept speaking the word out and then praying in tongues. Why did I speak the word? Because it tells us in Romans 10 verse 17 
that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Doesn't come just by praying. It comes by hearing it in some way. It could come from somebody preaching. It could come by you meditating on the word. And it could come by you speaking the word. In English, we call the written word the Logos. And we call the spoken word the Rhema. Faith is when the Logos becomes the Rhema in you. So I kept doing this for several hours. And then at two o'clock in the morning, I, I remember saying, by his wounds, my daughter is healed. And this time when I said it, Faith arose. And my spirit grabbed it. And it became a personal word. It went from hope to substance. And I knew she was healed. And I stopped praying. Thank the Lord for her healing. And I went to sleep. At 6 a.m. I got up. And I knew she was healed. And sure enough, her breathing was normal. She never had another asthma attack the rest of her life. And so... What we have to do sometimes is give the word a chance to uh, give us uh, personal faith. We see many, many examples of this in the word of God. I remember another time our church was having great, great financial difficulty. And we had a savings account that had some money in it. And we were transferring $1,000 a week out of that savings account to keep the church going. Because the tithes and offerings were not enough to cover the expenses. And one day I was in prayer. I was, I was praying about the challenges the church had. And faith arose in my spirit. And I spoke out loud. And I said, from this moment on, 
We will never transfer any more money out of the account. And from that time on, without getting more people in the church, we never had to transfer any more money out of the account. God did something miraculous. To this day, I don't even know what happened. Because nobody came with a big gift. I just know of the principle of faith. Jesus said, nothing is impossible to you when you believe. We see how important faith is. In Mark chapter 6, when Jesus went to his hometown, people were shocked. And they said, where did this man get this wisdom from? We know his mother, his father, isn't he the carpenter's son? How is he able to do mighty miracles in all these other places? And they were offended because of him. And it tells us in Mark 6 verse 5 that in that particular village he could not do any mighty works. It didn't say he would not, it said he could not. God could not do mighty works. Why? Because he gave legal authority to humans. And there are certain things he only does through his people. If, if all his people backslid and decided not to serve God anymore, he's not going to send angels to Lebanon to preach. The country will just go totally down. Because a man sinned and through men must God's work take place. Which is why Jesus had to become a human. And so God gave humans the legal authority over the earth. And so he wants us to believe him as his people, as humans, for his power to be released because he delegated his authority for the created order to humans. And so Jesus said he could not do any mighty works there except that he laid his hands on a few sickly people and healed them. The word sickly means minor ailments in the Greek. 
Հավատքին, How many of you want to believe God for great things? Let me see your hands. God is not going to bypass your faith. We see another instance in Mark, uh, actually in Matthew chapter 9. We find in verse 27. Two blind men were following Jesus. And the blind men came to Jesus. And most Christians would think Jesus would just heal them because they were blind. But that's not how God operates most of the time. Before he healed them, he had to ask them this question. Do you believe that I am able to do this? They said to him, yes, Lord. Then he touched their eyes. And he said these incredible words. According to your faith, not God's faith, according to your faith, be it done to you. And their eyes were opened. Another time we see uh, a man's son was possessed with demons. And they brought Jesus to him. And the man said to Jesus, this has been happening since childhood. This is in Mark chapter 9 verse 21 on. Which verse? Sorry. Verse 21. And he said to Jesus these words. He said, If you can do anything, have mercy and help us. Jesus said, If you can. He said, all things are possible to him who believes. And the man cried out, I believe, help my unbelief. And 
He needed to make a confession of faith. Before Jesus cast the demon out. We also see in Mark chapter 5. Jesus was walking to heal Jairus' son. And as he was walking, there were crowds surrounding him and touching him. And they were mobbing Jesus. But a woman who is sick for 38 years with hemorrhaging, she was bleeding internally for 38 years. And the Bible says that she said within herself, she spoke this word out. If I could only touch the hem of his garment, I will be healed. And before she said that, it says that she heard about what Jesus was doing. Remember, the Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So first she heard about Jesus. Then she said out, she spoke, if I touch him, I will be healed. So what she heard created the substance and evidence of faith in her heart. And she was able to touch his garment. And the Bible says, immediately the fountain of her blood dried up. And Jesus immediately knew in himself power had gone out of him. And he turned around in the crowd and he said, who touched me? And the disciples said to Jesus, everybody's touching you. But Jesus said, no, somebody touched my heart. Only one person had faith, even though many people were around him and touching him. And he looked around, and the woman came in the front crying. And Jesus said to her, Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your affliction. He didn't say uh, it was God's sovereign will that healed her. 
He said it was her faith. He said nothing is impossible to him who believes. In one of the Psalms, I cannot remember which Psalm at this point. I think it's Psalm 105 to 107. God was angry at Israel because they limited the Holy One of Israel. God gets very upset when we limit Him. And so we need to be a church of prayer. A church that gets in the word to know God's ways. And once we know God's ways, through God's word, then we will know what is proper to believe for and what is not. I'm not going to waste my time using my faith just so I could have a nice house. Because the Bible says, if I seek first his kingdom, all the personal needs I have will come anyway. And so we need to use our faith first and foremost to preach the gospel and to support the work of God. But we also could use our faith when there is sickness. When, when there is financial need that hinders the work of God in our hearts, in our life. And so we see many instances of this throughout the Gospels. If I had more time, I would share with you other instances like this. Where the Word of God teaches us that we need to exercise faith for Him to move. And like He said to the blind man, do you believe I'm able to do this? He knew he had the ability to do it. But they needed to release him by faith to do it. So it tells us that faith is the substance of things hoped for. From this point on, I pray that you will not just believe the doctrine of the Word of God, and have hope in what God wants to do, but in certain instances of your life that you will take your hope and turn it into faith. You take a future hope and make it a present reality. 
պետք է առնեք աբակային պատկանող հույսը եւ զանիկա վերածեք ներգայի even though you don't see any difference in the natural նույնիսկ որ ներգային մեջ դագավին դարբերություն չեք տեսնել sometimes you may have to carry that faith for years երբեմն թերևս այդ հավատքը մեջ պետք է գրես դարիներ even as abraham աբրահամի մեջ who when he was 75 years old God told him you will be a father of many nations and God changed his name from Abe to Abraham so that he could speak out loud constantly the word of faith that was connected to his destiny Yankin Vachanin Arakeruchanet. And he made everybody else call him the father of many nations. Even though he was an old man, his wife was old, and they didn't have any children from Sarah. And the Bible says that he continued to grow strong in faith. And Sharunak ir havat ke gemarzer gzoranar ir havat kimech. Giving glory to God. Park kudarasudzo. That's in Romans chapter four. At masing gartan karomiat snerun chorot kluhimech. Verse thirteen to eighteen. Das nireken das nu terot hamar nerun. And so what it says is he just kept praising God. Gse Abraham Sharunak parapaner astvat. Giving him glory that he will be the father of many nations. Even though they were getting older and older and older. And it says in Romans 4 verse 13. That he imitated God. Who called those things that are not. As though they were. We see that in Genesis chapter one. There was no universe. God called it in every aspect of it into being by His words. So Abraham said. If God can make the universe by His words, even before they existed, I'm going to operate in faith like that. So He kept saying, I'm the father of many nations. He said it when He was 80. He said it for 10 years when he was 85. He said it when he was 95. And finally, when he was 99. And his wife's womb was as good as dead. He kept calling those things that are not as though they were. He did it for 25 years. Sometimes you have to be pregnant with faith for many years. Maybe for your son or daughter to get saved. 
Terevs zavagi tamar gam axchiga tamar dgu tamar gam axchiga tamar vor besi pergvin. Maybe for your for God to turn around your nation. Terevs askid yervri tamar vor asvats verartnu chuna nehon. Just because you have faith doesn't mean you will get a manifestation of healing right away. Sometimes it may take several years before that manifestation of healing comes. You have to keep speaking the word of God over yourself. Staying in the realm of faith. And refusing to get in the realm of the natural. Because when you get into the realm of the natural, you hinder God from moving. Because as he said in the book of Habakkuk, my righteous one will live by faith. We're saved by faith and everything else in our life comes through faith. And so, as we begin to end this in verse 3, by faith we understand that the universe was framed by the word of God. So that the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. It tells us the whole universe came through faith. It said that it was framed by the word of God. That means that when God released his word, in his word was the substance that released the physical realm. That's what it means when it says the universe was framed by his spoken word. Because the universe was begun by the spoken word, the universe will continue to respond to divinely inspired spoken words that are based on his word based on his ways and based on us laying hold of his promises and releasing him to move in the earth. And finally, this is why it's so important that you come to church regularly because faith comes by hearing the word. It comes from having godly friends who, who in their conversation encourage you. You don't want to have friends that discourage you that hinder you in your faith. 
Այսինքն <speaking in Hebrew> So that you may observe to see all that I am doing. Then you will prosper. Then you will be successful. And as we keep the word in the midst of our heart, this is what happens. Verse 22 says this. For they are life to those who find them. Find them means that it goes from a written word to a personal word for you. That's when it becomes life to you. It doesn't become life if it's just religion. It's, it's not life if it's just liturgy. It's not life if we just say it every Sunday and then we leave. We have to keep it in the midst of our heart. Let it become personal. So that it becomes life to those who find them. And health to all of our flesh. It even is the secret for physical healing. We meditate on the word until it becomes a powerful force of faith that releases the finished work of Christ in our body. In prophesying about the coming Jesus, Isaiah said, by his wounds we are healed. Peter 
writing 40 years after Jesus's crucifixion. Isusi khachelutenen 40 dari et bedros krets. Quoted Isaiah. Bedros mechperets Yesai sadzat khoska. And he said by his wounds we were healed. Yev sav ir verkero menk pzhshkvetsank. Past tense. Ansial yeganak. It's not just physical healing. Voch demian fizikagan pzhshkutsyan masin. Emotional healing. And it also involves our spiritual restoration back to God. Jesus died to heal us spirit, soul, and body. And when we finish our assignment, God will take our spirit from our body. And then we will be with him for eternity. And the last enemy to be destroyed will be death. Which takes place at the second coming physical body return of Christ. And so there's a certain point in which we a physical healing will not take place. When our assignment is over. When our assignment is over. But here's the good news. As long as we're walking in the Word of God and in the will of God, the devil cannot kill us until our assignment is over. When we're walking by faith, with a spirit-filled congregation, that is praying for one another, so that when you're weak, someone else's faith will lift you up. And sometimes, as we see when the man was lowered from the roof for healing. Jesus didn't tell the man who was in the bed it was through his faith. He told the people who lowered him from the roof that he was healed because of their faith. It's much easier to believe God when we're together. And we use corporate faith. It's why it's very dangerous to not be part of a spirit-filled church. That's walking in the Word of God. And so, if you believe God, why don't you stand up right now? And right now, whatever you're believing God for, I want you to speak it out loud. Put your hand up and speak it out loud. If you believe in God for a child to come to God, speak that word, speak the name out. 
Եթե զավակ գուզեք ունենալ, որ ասված եզի զավակ տա, արդասանեցեք ինչ-որ գուզեք։ If you believe in for physical healing, put your hand on that part of your body that represents where you're sick. Եթե գավադակ, որ ասված ես վիզիկավ ես կրնապժշկել, թիրց էր կտ այն պաժիրին վրա, որ պժշկության գարիք ունի։ If you believe in God, together, for the breakthroughs we need financially, for the new building, believe God, speak it out loud. Պարձասեն արդասանեցեք, եթե գուզեք, որ ասված եգեղեցին վինանսագան որդնություն դա որբեսի նոր շենքը գրնանք կարուցել։ So right now, everyone, speak out loud what you're believing. Keep on doing it and praising God. Go ahead. Spontaneous, Give God the glory. Knowing that what he said, he's able to bring it to pass. Even as Abraham, believe God and obtain the promises. And right now we take authority over all sickness and disease. We command every sickness and disease to leave bodies in this room. And by the power of the Holy Ghost and in the name of Jesus who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. We command healing in your body. And by faith, we release the power of God in your life. We thank you for the financial breakthrough we need in this church. We thank you that all the money needed to complete the building is done already. We thank you that the enemy cannot stop what God has ordained. That we overcome the devil by the blood of the Lamb. And by the word of our testimony. Because greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. Because Jesus gave us authority to trample on snakes and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. Because God Jesus said, I will build my church. And the gates of hell will not prevail against it. Because whatever we bind on earth is bound in heaven. And whatever we loose on earth is loosed in heaven. So we bind the power of the enemy that works through the government. That works through bureaucracies. And we lose the power of the kingdom on this church. For God to get the glory. And at the end of the day, 
He will get the glory. In Jesus' name. Amen.